Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dungeon, 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 we are your Supreme Crit Justices, Murphy, Axford, and Tanner, joined, of course, by the lowly, 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 Oh, the ball. It's dropping. Here it comes. Oh, lowering the bail. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I'm really picturing Jake descending in a like aerial acrobatic swing now. And everyone wildly booing. <laughs> he is dressed as a baby because of the new year. Of course. Yeah. So cute. Oh yeah, because Jake gets reborn every single year. <laughs> yeah. He starts the year off as a baby. That's right. The oldest I ever get is one. Yeah. <laughs> so leave him alone. He's a baby. He's okay? a baby. He's a literal baby. God. Jake has Phoenix I mean, infant, disease. All right? Yeah. Okay. Not even toddler. Um, first things first, uh, we got some live shows to plug. Last live shows for a while. Yes. So be sure to get your tickets. Uh, January 18th, we're going to be in Washington, D.C. for Dungeon Court Live. Wow. What? That's this, this show. Very show. Whoa. Uh, and then we're going to be doing an actual Sexy. play on January 19th in Boston, Massachusetts, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Wow. That Boston. Can you believe it? <laughs> is there another Boston? It feels like there should probably be. probably got to be one gotta be. Yeah. There's Paris's everywhere. There's got to be a Boston yeah. in Canada. Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> Boston, Canada. And we'll do a show there, but yeah. not this year. Shout out if you're from Boston, Canada. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. That just sounds like a Canadian. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. guys, I'm checking the schedule again. We're going to Bogstown, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that too. Yeah. Uh, sweet. And with that, let's throw to Bailiff Jake. Hear ye, hear ye. Crit is now in session. The Honorable Supreme Crit Justices Axford, Murphy, and Tanner are presiding. Mm-hmm. Our first case Hello. comes from Andrew P. May it please the court. This is the case of the bastard sword backstory. Okay. Ooh, okay. Wait. 
Jake, do we want to clarify what a bastard sword is for everybody? I honestly didn't even know it was a thing. I just thought that was like something Andrew came up I with. I don't know. Oh, isn't it just a freaking badass two-hander? Yeah, it's like a Zweihander, but like not totally a Zweihander. Okay. Or if you've got a computer in front of you, let's you see. look up what a bastard sword is. The term is. bastard sword. As it goes for arms and armor, there's a delicate dance between offense and defense. Okay. And when one is improved, the other this. must answer. If you wanted to survive this new breed of warrior, new measures needed to be created quickly. The answer was the bastard sword, also okay. referred to as the hand and a half sword. So I'm oh. guessing it's not like huge, but it's like a two-hander. That's awesome. It's like a two-hander if you're jacked, you can use with one. <laughs> if you're a barbarian IRL, <laughs> uh, it could not be classified as a single-hand sword, and it was not a two-handed great sword. Okay, so it's like kind of in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's kind of born out cool. of an unholy wedlock. So really you get sworded into, do you hold the bastard sword with two hands or one hand? Right, you get sworded. <laughs> sworded. You get sworded. sworded. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. it's a big sword, folks. Yeah, that's a great now way to ask anyone a, how strong they are. Yeah, yeah. Say like, what do you? How many? How, how you wielding a bastard? How many sword? hands on a bastard <laughs> sword for you? How huh? many hands are you using? Okay, okay. I want to hear the story now that I have a really vivid idea of what it means. Mm. <laughs> All right, Andrew writes. Hey, judges, Jake. Oh my God. Hi. Is that a new shirt? Looks great. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> he was born with it. I bring before the court the case of the bastard sword backstory. My friends and I started a Pathfinder 2E campaign, but our GM has been a little strict about lore accuracy. Before mm. our first session, myself and the other players were discussing our characters. I'm playing a Magus Gripley, frog people, yeah. from cool. the Mwanji jungle. Great. I was sharing the backstory of how I found my sword. I said that my little frog man found it while going fishing in the swamp, and coming across an ancient battlefield, the sword was among the wreckage, so he kept it. Fuck yeah. It was a small, inconsequential yeah. headcanon for my weapon that would probably never have been brought up in the campaign. My GM, however, said that no battles would have ever taken place <laughs> in the area I originate from, Why? so this backstory wouldn't make wow. sense. <laughs> Okay. It's interesting. Really interesting. We began arguing about this and almost got into a bit of a shouting match. He said he wasn't going to just change the lore to accommodate this backstory. Ultimately, for the sake of peace, I acquiesced and settled on saying that my character found it at a store and bought it. Was I asking too much? Or was my GM being too strict? That is. I laid myself in my little frogman sword at the court's feet and I wait your judgment. I love that passive aggression because that is what these DMs want, right? Mm -hmm. It's just you come up with a creative thing and they're like, no, you're not. Not allowed to do that. You just Sorry, say, fine. The, I bought it at a store. Sorry, the book yeah. I'm planning on reading my players doesn't involve that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your sword came from Costco. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> fine. I went to fucking Swords R Us and I got it there. Are you happy? Are you happy? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's great. No, I, I, I think you have a right to be pissed because it's also like. I don't know if you're that into your own lore. I kind of don't trust you. Mm -hmm. But if if you are, but you do want to work with your players, there are ways to do that, right? You can yeah. say like, oh, there wasn't a battle there. That, that wouldn't have made sense. But this legendary warrior maybe went to uh, mm. visit there and, and got jumped and like yeah, got yeah. attacked and died there. Like there's a million right ways to make this work yeah. even if you need your lore for some reason to be like right they will never have a fight in your inconsequential yeah i feel land. like if anyone said to me and maybe there was like a battle in history in this place and anywhere that i was designing i would be like fun idea right exactly let's roll with that is there any area anywhere that hasn't at some point had a battle exactly right like, can, like what the fuck is this world brand new <laughs> 
there's yeah there's some so kind of history because even even like deep within the ocean you know that like animals are getting so fucking nuts in okay there. emily emily gave the only example no there are well, battles no, that's not even true because there's a ship battle ship battles. there's definitely ship a ship battle, battles, but it's not ship battles but also, right. you gave the only you gave no now I have to you're argue talking about human side. you're talking about human <laughs> battles i'm talking about battles between emily, the beasts of the battles. sea i don't yeah. think there's been battles between fish. yes that have swords Fish. on every No, they don't have swords, but they but they battle each other. Yeah, right. octopi can use tools, I dude. Yeah, dude, talking. octopi can use tools. <laughs> We're not talking about there yeah. has the outer been a sword battle ocean. in the depths no, of the sea no, with sword totally. wielding. Some coral is sharp. Some coral is really sharp. <laughs> Try to find me a trench uh, where where a lantern fish hasn't wielded a crossbow. <laughs> Easy point. <laughs> I can find it very quickly. Dude, there's an octopus out there that's oh, wielded guts yeah, sword yeah. from Berserk. I Absolutely. I love that you thought of the Have you never, wait, really? Or if you've never seen a sunfish with a shield? <laughs> yeah. Really? Their body no. is really kind of a shield. Oh, no. They're really? doing it again. They're doing it again. Because they're called hammerhead sharks because they wielded war hammers yeah, yeah. originally, right. way back yeah. then. Okay. Emily, You're unplug right. Murph's internet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't look this up. So I guess you guys are right. I'll just spill my tea on his keyboard. <laughs> Dang. Sorry. You have to trust us. Yeah. No, this What's is. What's fucking crazy? is like yeah. the precedent is here this is like exactly what happened to fucking Isildur when he had the ring he got yeah. jumped and all of a sudden the ring fell into a pond and Whoa. Smeagol found it yeah this is like the oldest cool. uh, like right. by the books fantasy story mm-hmm. like it's so it's it's super easy it's, this is the one ring the kernel of it is I found a sword in the swamp and mm-hmm. if you're like yeah. I did it because there was a battle the GM should be able to be like okay, you didn't because of that, but you found a sword in the swamp. Instead, they're just like, no, shutting it down. The intent behind I found a sword in, from an old battle is like, hey, I want to have like a surprisingly historic sword. Right. You uh-huh. know? So like, if you want to honor the person's suggestion, you could at least be like, okay, what if, if you want like kind of like a mysterious historic sword, but instead I <laughs> I bought it from a store. Yeah. <laughs> like, like typically it you It came in a yes two and. for one deal. Yeah, you I should went to yes and this stuff but you can also no but it like the, right. maybe not as known uh, amongst people that like haven't done any kind of improv or whatever <laughs> but if you're not going to do yes and if you're going to say no you have to say no but you have to add something yeah. new oh, so you can, i didn't know that this is a rule you're like the improv person <laughs> yeah i don't think no i've ever yes, talked ands, about that buts <laughs> well, I may, then maybe it's not an improv. I think you made it up. I think you made it up. Absolutely, I think you created it. No, but is real. I've heard it before, but now that I think about it, I only heard it from. <laughs> God Murph. damn it! Yeah, you know, a creator. Murph. Maybe it's writing advice from somebody. Maybe M- it's not this improv. This is the new Murphy's law. Uh, this is not <laughs> my law. <laughs> Changing this it out. Absolutely not my law. This is not my advice. This is me channeling someone else's advice. Mm-hmm. And what was the other thing you said that? Dolphins have weapons. <laughs> if you are going to say no, you should give another suggestion. Unless you're being hilarious like me and mm-hmm. you want to say no and then have an enemy <laughs> attacks them or something. Uh, then it's then it's fine. Yeah. I do just want to add pistol shrimps. They can shoot like uh, compressed pockets. Oh, yeah. That's why you call them. Yeah. 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 And yeah. seahorses are called seahorses because they're cavalry. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, of true. course. Uh, but yes, the 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 DM, if they weren't going to agree with you, should have said, 
No, but yeah, yeah. You, you, there was a legendary warrior that was passing through it's your hometown, and they died advice. there. Such that's a, where you got the bastard sword. It's such a deflation to be to go to your DM and say, "I just want my weapon to be cool," and for <laughs> yeah. them to say no. <laughs> but also, that, saying no and then no suggestion is crazy. Yeah. Like we've talked about this before, but in uh, campaign three, mm-hmm. Caldwell was talking about wanting to change Saul a little bit, and was like, "Oh, yeah. should I take a level of druid or whatever?" Yeah, and I didn't say no, but mm-hmm. I was like, "What do you want?" Saul to be able to do because I bet you we can find a better way mm-hmm. to find what Saul should be able to do than to have him be a level one druid yeah, and a level right. nine uh, and then Cal- Caldwell blew up at you and said fine he'll go to a fucking store and get it <laughs> is that what you want and that's why and that's why we went to Swords R Us in episode 30 <laughs> okay but in all fairness if you had us go to Swords R Us that would you be a very funny it. scene yeah, yeah, I would love to go to Swords R Us no but that's how we came up with the idea of Saul beca- doing the way of the way long, the long death, death of, of yeah. Cha- yeah. changing yeah, yeah, his yeah. subclass. Right. Ultimately, yeah, yeah. what he wanted to do is he wanted to be to be able to. I stay would say up more. it was a sexy collaboration. A sexy collab, <laughs> so sexy. That's what you want to do. Everything should be a sexy collab. <laughs> uh huh. It was it was central. Murfnar's brains just kind of like fondled each other. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was true. It was a Navi mind mill. Well put. Well put. <laughs> I see you guys. Okay, so we're rolling against this DM. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sure. I mean, maybe they need to pick up some part-time shifts at Swords R Us. Yes. <laughs> but they don't get to right. handle the swords. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. be a greeter at Swords R Us. A greeter at Swords R Us. You get to say, mm-hmm. you get to say, hey, oh, you got to check the receipts as everybody leaves with their swords. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, just kind oh, of a so invasive. Yeah. invasive you feel so guilty yeah you have to be just like sorry yeah. i just gotta check that you have I'm a receipt for sure, all yeah. of these uh, are you trained in that are you expert in that <laughs> <laughs> i gotta one make one sure yeah we gotta check the little bubble on your player sheet <laughs> if this is a one and a half hander you gotta tell me <laughs> yeah so yeah you basically just have to question everyone with a brand new sharp weapon <laughs> yeah. leaving your store yeah wow. people with Seems shopping scary. carts full of swords <laughs> uh, okay sick Great. so so sword year of the blade <laughs> i like that okay the next case comes from tobias b tobias writes dear the most wise judges and that guy james i bring you the case he's a baby of the come on give oh him a my break goodness. sweet he baby james i'll be referred to as <laughs> Thank baby you. james he just hatched from his own ash <laughs> i bring you the case of the invisible t-rex i write in as one of the players who does not care about the result of this case but does care that the bickering about it cease okay oh mm-hmm. My sympathies to you. <laughs> Impartial and peeved. Yeah. <laughs> you seek only peace. <laughs> Our party has a similar setup to the initial band of boobs. One DM, two players that are keen D&D players, and a guy also named James, weirdly. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> also okay, named I'm James, a, I'm weirdly. I'm who was along for the ride and picked up the rules as we went along. We were attacking a bandit camp in the forest, and I, a bard, cast invisibility on our party. As we approached stealthily, I made a noise, and one of the bandits came to investigate. To prepare for battle, our wizard cast polymorph on our barbarian James, turning Mm. him into a T-Rex. When James grew into a T-Rex, he caused damage to the treehouse and injured some of the bandits. The DM ruled that this broke the invisibility. Much fun was had with the T-Rex causing a lot of havoc, but our wizard and the DM disagree to this day about a year later on the ruling. 
The wizard thinks the invisibility should have stood as the wording of the spell says it ends when invisible character attacks or casts a spell. Oh, mm. I see. Does becoming a T-Rex and damaging a treehouse and the bandits within constitute an attack? Please help us, almighty justices. Oh, man. Let's straight okay. up read invisibility yeah. right now. I have it pulled up right here if you want to read it. To understand if intent matters. A creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing or carrying, maybe the T-Rex's teeth, I guess, is invisible as long as it is on the target's person. The spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. Mm. I mean, like if you're going- to say causes damage. Yeah, exactly. That, that'd be like saying like, oh, if you step on a bug when you're invisible, you all of a sudden are not invisible. Yeah. If you, if you think of scale. No, I mean, I think it's no, but like, you mean. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. I, well, <laughs> I mean, Murphy's I guess it's not, well, I, it's not like stepping on a bug, right? Because a T-Rex like wrecking your shit in a treehouse is gonna mm -hmm. be a little bit more obvious. Mm -hmm. I do think though, it feels like such a simple thing to just give them one attack. Yeah. Invisible. Okay. So the T Rex T Rex shows up and smashes through. Yeah. No. 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 It's. I think in the process. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jake. In the process of turning into a T Rex, they um broke the yeah. treehouse, which oh. then caused. So it's almost collateral damage. Yeah. Got it. So okay. would collateral they damage count as an attack and yeah. therefore I mean I think it kind of doesn't matter because if I'm a DM in this situation I feel like I'm going to negate the advantage they get on rolls because you're just going to know where an invisible T-Rex is in a forest. You're just going to have a really good idea <laughs> of where that T-Rex is. Haven't you seen Predator? They never knew where that guy was. Whoa, predator that's a really size. good call. Predator <laughs> Predator is smaller than a T-Rex but he's pretty big. And well the he's Predator is also like trained. He's got like advanced cloaking techniques and like years of hunting skill under his belt. Well the T-Rex has that in their DNA. According to rules as written, I think the wizard could make the argument that everybody should stay invisible or whatever. However, the DM already threw you a bone. Like mm -hmm. there's nothing in the polymorph spell that says if you turn into a really big creature, it's going to destroy the building that you're in and do X amount of damage. Like the yeah. DM narrated that and made it mm. cool and gave you an advantage that otherwise might not have been allowed. In in fact, there might even be rules with Polymorph about like how big of a thing you can turn into depending on the space that you're in. I have mm. a question. If um because invisibility you can upcast to make other people invisible. Yeah. But everyone stays invisible as long as concentration is held until they individually attack, correct? The spell ends right. for a target that attacks or casts a spell. So the tar okay. if a target attacks so, so I'm wondering if there was saltiness because everyone lost everyone their invisibility. Lost their, yeah, rather I mean, than I guess if you're, if you're a wizard that's a high enough level that you're able to cast a polymorph that's high enough level that you can make somebody a T-Rex, that whatever little damage was done by a treehouse falling was not enough to justify losing you know, a fifth level spell or whatever mm -hmm. That's on, the, very on all those point. invisibilities. Yeah, so th I think this is one we don't know. If they took invisibility away from all of you, that wouldn't be fair. If they just took it away from the T-Rex, eh, maybe it's not this the biggest kinda, fight. This is kind of a tough one because the, the idea that this would be bickered about for a really long time, this feels like it's not a big deal and I could kind of go either way on. Yeah. yeah. Makes on, me think something else is going on. Well, I, that's that's where I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I think <laughs> as the DM, I probably would have, just went a little bit more rules as written and probably would have allowed them to stay invisible. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would have made the rule that like this T-Rex is huge, 
bursts through, you know, the the walls and the ceiling and everything, the T-Rex becomes visible because yeah. that's ostensibly that's an attack that I have created by mm -hmm. uh, including the terrain in it. So I'm yeah. giving you a thing, you give me a thing, this creature comes out of invisibility. But just right. breaking the invisibility on everyone. I have another clarification. Uh, mm. It wasn't that they lost the invisibility because the bard who cast invisibility lost concentration, correct? That is right. Okay, okay. I feel like this is a situation where like, regardless of the DM's outcome, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's fair. Like we're in the middle of a crazy battle. Yeah. Like you can, like you're already off the rails when you are having to casually calculate the damage that's gonna happen from everybody falling out of a treehouse that's been exploded yeah. by a T-Rex. So I feel like yeah. you gotta just give your DM some credit and some leniency. Okay, so we're, we've got to mix up a couple of times. It's the bard that cast invisibility. Right, and he cast it on everybody. Wizard. And cast it on right. everybody. Mm -hmm. I actually, do think if the wording is that the invisibility broke on everyone, then I think that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. And I'm going to rule with the players, even though I think it's kind of crazy to keep bringing this up because it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, but if uh, it just broke on the T-Rex, I think that's just kind of a rule of cool. You had, you you know, the T-Rex the showed up, blew up the fucking treehouse. The DM made that an attack. That yeah. did not mm -hmm. have to happen. There's nothing in the, there ain't nothing in the rule book says <laughs> Polymorph has to wreck the room that it's in. Whoa. Here's an interesting point though. This okay. person writes in, they said, as a player who doesn't care about the result of this, and it was their invisibility. Oh! It's their invisibility. It's their spell. Who the heck was mad about this? See, you know what? Maybe, I think... Maybe we need a follow-up. Maybe we need a follow-up. I think we need to go more into this because I get, this does matter to me mm -hmm. if, if invisibility broke on everybody and it also matters to me how whiny the player is being. Uh, this is our first mistrial. <laughs> um, if you're the person that wrote this case, you know where your comment is. Mm -hmm. uh, write a follow-up and we'll we'll rule again. Yeah, we're, decla we're yeah. declaring a mistrial on this one. I would mistrial. also love to know if like there is some sort of drama going on. Like if yeah. all the other players like went yeah. in on a Swords R Us franchise and it's like failing and like that's bringing some tension to the table. <gasps> right. So yeah, I usually do say to keep the cases brief, but mm -hmm. for you, there's an exception. Write as long of an explanation. <laughs> I need all of the information and I'll bring it back to the court. And actually, if you could just text it all to Jake so that he gets like one huge, massive text. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, sweet. So, uh, so mistrial. <laughs> and our next case comes from Tay Julia. Tay Julia writes, to the honorable justices and slightly less honorable bailiff, I pose more of a legal dice quandary rather than a case and seek your humble opinion on the matter. <laughs> the realm of quandary, we Ooh. have entered a dice conundrum. <laughs> a few months ago, a new girl joined our campaign and she is a great player and wants to DM and our current DM has been letting her shadow him and DM at times to help her learn. Cool. She keeps yeah. introducing homebrew rules for us to try, most of which are fine. Yeah. And if we don't like them, she lets it be and we won't do it again. Perfect, yeah. we're done. Yeah. We got it. Love All it. Right. All right, everybody. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Lover, God bless. Congrats. Yes, that was a perfect is, game. This is healthy D&D, &D, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. Do exactly whatever this DM is doing. This is correct, okay? It's I stand perfect. by everything. You listen Love to the it. next 10 minutes of this episode, I stand by it. Should we listen to the rest just to make sure there's nothing else going on? All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Just to be clear, we all stand by it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, it looks, yeah, it looks like, let me just turn the page. There's uh -huh. just a bit more. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. That's fine. She is insisting on this rule for crits that the rest of us are hesitant to agree to. Huh. And here is where your thoughts on this issue would be useful. She wants all critical hits in fights, both PC and DM, to be double dice rolls plus max damage. For example, if your what? sword deals 2d6 slashing damage, you'd have the 12 slashing damage max plus what you mm. rolled. While this is exciting for certain players like our level 18 paladin and barbarian, um. my simple arcane archer never deals insane amounts of damage, mm. even with a crit. And so it's not as helpful for me. <gasps> Furthermore, our DM crits a lot and we worry for potential oh. TPKs if he gets a few good rolls yeah. in. Honorable Justices, is this potential homebrew rule strange and potentially deadly or just a fun way to highlight a critical hit? I await your opinion. It's no? dangerous because the second someone dies from your homebrew mm -hmm. that not everyone is totally on board with, that's gonna feel Yeah, so not wait, good. you roll mm -hmm. double damage and you And do? you add yeah. max damage. So if right. you if you did Normally, 2d6 of damage, you would add 12 to 4d6? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. that's correct. That is placing... I, I think this is a case of... I don't know. It's, this is not the craziest idea I've, I've It's ever not the heard. craziest idea until you say, but like the DM crits a lot, in which case I just think there's going to be a mm -hmm. death because it's of this a, homebrew rule. It's such a big jump in damage that it also... Yeah. It takes away the excitement of a crit... Because it's kind of like, I don't know, it feels like cheating. You know what I yeah, mean? Like it just, there's too much just, of a jump mm -hmm. here from a crit to a regular hit. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it, it feels like it's like, okay, well, normally I do 10 damage. I'm going to do 40 damage. Yeah. That feels unearned. It's a pretty high percentage chance of just doing 40 damage every once in a while. And yeah. we're having it be done to you if your DM throws a lot of guys at you sometimes. You, you yeah. can't unravel the sweater if you don't have a plan to put on new sleeves. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's... <laughs> Put that on a cross. <laughs> I was saying, like the game is is pretty balanced. Like there's yeah. been a lot of playtesting to make sure that like it's yeah. never going to be too much damage or stuff like that. So you have to like add something else in. You've got to like do temporary AC boost or like some sort of like extra dice roll. You, that the mechanic seems unfinished. It, throw, it throws off everything because it, it changes challenge ratings. Like a yeah. bandit. Yeah. could crit on a level one. Mm -hmm. And I think they already probably could kill you, but yeah. now they'll definitely kill you. It definitely sounds fun. So I, I see that this person, like I think that their heart is in the right place, yeah. but I imagine myself, like I already feel bad when I crit on my players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too spicy. It's, it's, it's too spicy, spicy, which is like, you like you see the hot chicken sandwich and you're like, oh, that's fun. That's zesty. <laughs> that's cool. Let's Wait, try that. But yeah. then, it, then you realize it's ghost peppers and it's like, Ooh. that's too much and no one's having fun and everyone's sweating and I we all see. need to drink milk. You know? <laughs> Interesting. Like, I think... Yeah, I think you can't anticipate the heat that this brings. Yeah. Because crits happen more often than you think. But you know what? To uh, no but this, I do think mm -hmm. this could work as like an ability attached to a magic weapon or something like that. They, they like maybe has charges or something like that. Like, yeah, if it, mm -hmm. if it was limited, that's mm -hmm. that's fine, I think. But this is just, this is also fixing something that doesn't need to be fixed. Yeah. Like there's never, the same there's thing. never yeah. been a time where anyone's rolled a nat 20, except for you maniacs with initiative <laughs> that you guys don't care that you go first, which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> but, I think we should get to go first and do a little dance. And if sure. the dance yeah, does yeah, really yeah, well, yeah, yeah, the yeah. performance check on the you dance, know, so yeah. potentially getting an extra turn over the enemy and not a... Yeah. 
But um, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks ass. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, no one ever rolls in that twenty and is like, oh, I wish it did more. It's I think yeah. that. So for for Calliope, because I roll a lot of d8s, I have had crits that are underwhelming. Yeah. If you roll a bunch of ones, but I also don't mind that. It's yeah. like still, you, it's still gambling, baby. Yeah, I totally. almost, I think that you're right that if you just were like, it's automatically gonna be the shit. I think a yeah. big piece like of what gamble. makes Nat twenties fun is getting to hold all all those chunky dice, yeah, and yeah. getting to throw them. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. is most of the fun more so than just being like we're just definitely gonna make all of your crits really good. Yeah, I think yeah. the fun of it is rolling. You know, yeah, yeah. six. It's not. Being like Which they still have in there. I think that the only flaw in this story is that it seems like the table is kind of lukewarm and someone's going to die from this yeah, from yeah. this rule. And when you have a homebrew rule that people are lukewarm on, there's some danger in there. But if everyone at the table or most of the people at the table were really feeling it, then I would be like, go with God. This sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. It is true. Like you could even flavor that within world. It's like some sort of divine burst, like a mm -hmm. smite, an extra smite happens or something like that. I don't know. But also it seems like this DM is, is green and, and open to notes. Yeah. So like, I don't think this is a yeah. real problem. Well, they said this is the one thing she's insisting on. Yeah, true. so I think true, that's, true, true, true. yeah, that's a, that's a no-go. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, we said we were going to stand by this stuff no matter what. So I think we we're going to have to all briefly be disbarred and then come mm -hmm. back. Okay, so. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to disbar uh, Caldwell and Emily. Okay. Bye. Okay. Uh, and then Bye. I'm going to bring you guys back. It's been good. Uh, oh, hey. thank you. Uh, I'm going right, to disbar myself. Then they disbar. Okay. Somebody bring, bring me back. back. Okay. Back, please. That was good the way you, you staggered the disbarring. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise back. Jake would have tried to like climb up on okay, the bench. Okay, well, Caldwell Shit, and Emily there's got an to bring empty you back. Yeah. There's an empty seat. Caldwell and Emily, you guys could actually. I could rise to the No one would ever decide anything. I feel like you've been up in that acrobatic swing for a while. Do you want to take a load off? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just a little baby. Can I uh -huh. give it a go? Oh, it's so cute. Wouldn't that be cute? Judge oh, baby. A little baby wearing a white wig. Silly. <laughs> I already was oh fucking funny for a second. <laughs> Invite Whoa, me back dude. now. Invite me back. <laughs> Are you a vampire judge? You yeah, have to be invited to the bench. All right, I invite thee. I'm back. <laughs> Great. Now we're going to have to get ancestral dirt from Earth. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. So it's gonna make the house so dirty. Yeah, I'm back in your guys' home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have um, to punish this DM, right? We yeah, right. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, this DM. Ooh. I mean, the punishment's gonna come the first time they accidentally kill someone with this homebrew rule. So Ooh. I feel like it sounds like they might be trying to. Maybe they are. And again, if the table wants that, then that's great. But if the table doesn't want that, maybe reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> they could be a greeter for Swords R Us because uh, we have somebody okay. checking the receipts on the way out. <laughs> right, they yeah. definitely shouldn't be handling the swords because no. they sound a bit bloodthirsty. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, you know Which what? Which I respect. Mm. You know what? It's, they right. are bloodthirsty. So I think what we should do is they should constantly have to tell everyone and just open with, by the way, I hold a bastard sword with two hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> By the way. Oh, like when you're at Trader Joe's and they give you like a little information. They're like, yeah. oh, that's actually my favorite too. I love those chocolate covered almonds. Like they have to mm -hmm. provide that little fun fact. Right. They have to be like, right. I, I use bastard Trader with two hands. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're like checking out at J. Crew and they're like, oh, do you have an email address for the receipt? You have to be like, I use a bastard sword with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> so it's less about I do think bastard swords probably were used in two hands, mm -hmm. but uh, mm -hmm. it, it's more the social faux pas. Of yeah, <laughs> having yeah. to bring that up at like Macy's. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash Pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Uh, okay, great. So sordid. <laughs> so sordid. And actually, I'm going to hit you guys with a case that's um, that's pretty grounded and crunchy. So let's... Uh, let's okay. okay. Well, right, we've so already right. had a mistrial, okay. so why not? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, one's, this one's pretty serious. Okay. okay. Is, it about, is it about farts or something? Is there like a, a ghost made out of farts or <laughs> no, something? Murph, that's let's, good. Okay. Do you have hey. a case to bring to us? I think that literally is a Ren and Stimpy episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is too. Yeah, yeah, Stimpy has a fart that follows him around. Yeah. It's so cute. It's pretty fun. Um, but no, this one's this one's pretty somber. So let's get okay. serious. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. This is from Jesse D. That. It's the case of Fat Bastard versus Party of Normally Named Players. <laughs> wow. Okay. Woo! Okay, so Here we from go. Austin Powers 2. Uh-huh. Okay. To your supreme simps and beta bailiff, I present a case to blow minds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this last summer, I started a campaign with my brother, his girlfriend, our cousin, and a, quote, friend of ours who were all new players. <laughs> were all these players secretly Mike Myers? Everyone made up a name, lineage, and identity, except for our friend who wanted to be Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. Okay. He decided to be a half-orc barbarian who wanted to eat. I was running Storm King's Thunder with some changes inspired by Nadpod. So when the party went on their first quest to save a group of children kidnapped from their starting town by goblins, the party was quick to go. Except for Fat Bastard, who anticipated telling the children to, quote, get in my belly. In the encounter... I described how the leading goblin, Dak, had a sword that glowed in the dark. Surely uh, yeah. that line failed at the table. Surely. 
Surely when they said, I, get in my could belly. could be so irony poisoned that maybe not. But okay. maybe everyone was mm-hmm. just like so uh, in awe of this character committing to their character <laughs> and their character's arc that wow. like they just, they they were just in stunned silence. Well, like, wow, this is, this is Fat Bastard. I'm playing with Fat Bastard okay. right now. I'm going to okay. guess that yeah. this Austin Powers cameo was not welcome, judging by the fact that he was, it, yeah. in, 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 he was written in a yeah. pod. Let's see, if it, let's see how well it went. Yeah, let's yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So okay. Dak had a sword that glowed with dark fire and seemed to be berserk. Fat Ooh. Bastard went at him and grabbed the sword, smiling. <laughs> the session ended there. I discussed with the player that he had the sword of the berserker and would go nuts if he failed his save. Okay. He was down for the consequences until the next session, he went in on all-out rage and attempted to eat the kids and attack the party. Instead of my <sighs> goblins, Fat Bastard became the final <laughs> battle and was slewn in a close fight with the others. This to this kind day, of fun, I have to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> this twist I'm really, really here for. <laughs> I mean, to this day, he blames the party for killing him when he knowingly took the cursed weapon and intentionally tried to eat the kids for an Austin Powers bit. Little does he know... That I knew he would take the sword, and I planned his death accordingly as soon as he decided oh to be the Metricton Scottish assassin, Good fat on bastard. You. Good on you, sir. Who's oh. at fault? Me for trying to kill my gimmick player hands off, or my players for executing him, or fat bastard? I think, honestly, I really like what you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will you look up Sword of the Berserker? Sure. Will you I, look I, up Fat Bastard just so you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like some fun. Well, I think we're, we've all seen Austin Powers too. I haven't. Yeah, and we all love it. <laughs> okay, so Berserker, I'm guessing this is based on the Berserker axe, a curse. This axe is cursed. I'm becoming attuned to it, extends the curse to you. Okay. As long as you remain cursed, you are unwilling to part with the axe, keeping it within reach at all times. You have disadvantage on attack rolls with weapons other than this one, unless no foes within 60 feet of you that you can see or hear. Okay. Whenever a hostile creature damages you, you must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or go berserk. Mm. Well, berserk, you must use your action each round to attack the creature nearest to you with the axe. Uh, if you can make extra attacks as part of the attack action, you use those extra attacks. So yeah, so you you go berserk. You right. start attacking. Yeah. Wow. So this is yeah. pretty buttoned up. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I guess Fat Bastard didn't have really high wisdom to make those saves. That probably not. <laughs> Yeah, huh. I'm surprised they didn't mid-max their wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's part there's part of me that's like, I'm glad that you killed this this player. There's there's part of me, but there's also part of me that maybe you could have nipped this in the bud. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like even, yeah, not even entertained fat bastard coming into the campaign. If someone came to my table and was just like, I would like to be Scott from Austin Powers, <laughs> I would just say, I would say absolutely How about no? not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good, Caldwell. Very funny. <laughs> See, I think you missed <laughs> that. I think that's real. is that also Zip It's Austin Powers yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, yep. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is Great. you know what? We've done we've done uh no but, but I think how about no but is really what okay. you want to hit. Great. Right. We should rewatch Austin Powers. I wonder if it's good. I think this person did do that though, because they were playing a half work barbarian. So this person tried to work with it. Half work barbarian is fucking Shrek though. They're mixing their streams here There's a little no- bit. It doesn't, you don't have to be Shrek if you're a half-orc barbarian. Everyone can just play the goddamn game. <laughs> you don't have to be Shrek. You don't have to be from Austin Powers 2. You can just be. Right, you can be from Austin Powers 1. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Which is what all of our characters are. Yeah, you could be. Moonshine is Beyonce I and Austin Powers won. Are you are you descending? Are you abdicating? I, 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 I can descend. Can you leave? Oh, we yeah. got all this ancestral uh, can, dirt yeah, for you. You can bring on Jake. Bring no, it's okay. We've yeah. actually got someone that can replace you. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Oh, here he comes. It's Fat Bastard himself. <laughs> I think honestly I just kind of think this what you pulled off sounds kind of fun yeah. I would have had fun at the table <laughs> turning mm-hmm. on this guy <laughs> yeah all of the players killed him like it's, <laughs> you made him attack them but you didn't make just, them kill him like this was fat bastard a, a design of fat bastard's own naked I guess also, I guess I'm there, glad he's gone but he never should have been there, was <laughs> so there I, what do I what do you want me to do was there a point where they were like where it was like okay Okay, fat bastard's down. You could take <laughs> his sword him, away right. and you know try to save him, or like, and then the players were like, "No, we'd like to finish the job." Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious about that. Okay. Yeah, you know, maybe this is a case where we need a lot more information as well. I recuse myself, <laughs> but everyone else, make your decision and let's move on. It's okay, we've got Justice Bastard up here, and he's going to weigh in. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I do think, yeah, like, so the build for him would probably be, like, high con, obviously, high strength, high dexterity as well, probably because he's a really right, good Right, because he's an assassin player. after all. Yeah, and Well, I guess, the, all right, let's rule against the player, and the mm-hmm. punishment is to get in my belly, right? <laughs> okay, great. I love it. Perfect. Rule okay. against the player, get in my belly. Get in my belly. That's the punishment. So sordid. I will give Murph his sweet relief, and we'll move on. This case comes from... Hey, just one second. Uh, no, fat no, bastard no sword. Heroes. Is that anything? Fat mm-hmm. bastard sword? Nope. Okay, it's, it's like a bad pipe that's also a blade i think we're on to something here whoa mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting yeah you, you like, like can't get right. a good grip on it i need it. a month off <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we finally got murph to take a vacation yes. <laughs> you know what <laughs> baby bailiff get on up here Goo-goo? <laughs> a gaggle of geckos writes hello honorable wonderful justices and some guy who reads these things out loud semi-successfully jansen maybe <laughs> Just wow, have they earned the, heard the unedited versions? <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit, dude. Trevor, make me sound like I'm good at reading. Thank you. <laughs> this is the case of the idiot soul swap. Hmm. I run a campaign for two new players and one experienced player. I was running an encounter in a frozen rainforest where the players come Ooh, upon a wow. statue garden where upon investigation, the statues have an opportunity to possess the player. Oh, that's fun. I like yeah, this. frozen rainforest. That's yeah, I mean, you kind of stole that from DK Tropical Freeze, but go ahead. <laughs> Don't be too <laughs> Go in on them, Caldwell. <laughs> Murph, back me up on this. <laughs> I need a month off. <laughs> you can't tell any story that Austin Powers or Donkey Kong didn't already tell. <laughs> that is true. These are yeah, our hero's journey. So. There's Donkey Kong, <laughs> and there's Austin Powers. Right. <laughs> Shagadelic. This was all fairly straightforward until the Barbarian, one of the newer players, failed all of his checks, DC 10 strength against a literal mental wall, consistently for 15 rounds of combat, where he became so frustrated that he ceased to try anything with his rolls, yelling, what the fuck do I do? (laughs) Even when I tried to give hints to him how to defeat the encounter and gave him inspiration, I had to fully pause the game and tell him how to be the encounter and explain that he had been doing everything right he had just been consistently rolling like dog shit 
Was I right to fully break kayfabe for the entire table or should I have let him try and the party succumb to his possessed body's raging antics? I think you did the right thing. This was clearly someone who's probably really embarrassed. They were probably feeling like I'm an idiot. There's a puzzle. Everyone else gets it except for me. I also do. I love using talking in character, calling that kayfabe, bringing some wrestling lingo into this. (laughs) That that adds up. Instead of metagaming, you're either in kayfabe or out of kayfabe. Yeah. Better than metagaming, it's for Way sure. Better than metagaming. Yeah, because yeah, kayfabe you're allowed to dip out of. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I think uh I think you did the right thing because yeah, if if your player's sitting there incredibly frustrated, you do have to address that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's kind of like the, the cardinal rules. Like if your players aren't having fun, then like it's not a good game. Yeah. yeah. If anything, it sounds like you maybe let them suffer for too long was our final battle in campaign one Uh, yeah our final battle of campaign one i think was probably eight rounds i feel for this person they were probably so embarrassed they probably really must have been like there's some obvious solution that i'm gonna feel like such an idiot and every single round that just compounding compounding yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think you did the right thing to relieve them of this embarrassment i think this is this is sort of a lesson that i've had to learn over time which is that like nobody likes being stunned it is just not fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I I reserve the right to do it again at some point with some high level character. I might have to just because you guys are too strong, but I try <laughs> not to do it. Yeah. I try to come up with other like homebrew stuff that will disarm you guys in different ways mm-hmm. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, have you not able to do specific abilities or to limit your movement or to do something like that? And usually when we're stunned, you put us in like some kind of flashback. Yes. Yeah. Totally I was going to say, just, like, if, leave us hanging. Yeah. If you're going to stun me, show me something cool. Right. That's totally yeah. true. I think that's a good, yeah. If you're going to stun somebody or petrify them or something, it's like, have them go through some kind of puzzle in their mind or something. Maybe mm-hmm. let give them some opportunity to break out of it yeah. or something like that. I think that whenever you, I, I, this isn't your fault because rules as written, there are so many enemies that can just sit there and and stun their enemies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's not fun to play in. I, I think it's a, a cheap mechanic that is against fun. <laughs> Yeah, so it's really <laughs> sick to play alongside. It's it's really sick when the players get to do it, yeah. and it can suck for a DM if you don't have legendary resistances, mm-hmm. and you're only controlling one person. But you generally should have legendary resistances. So it's as the DM, you have you have ways to get around stun where you still you're still juggling a bunch. So even if one of your guys is stunned, you still have other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. If a player is stunned particularly for like 16 rounds of combat or whatever. They just can't do anything. Were they stunned or were they attacking other people? It sounds like they were possessed and they were attacking Mm -hmm. other people and they couldn't get out of like not having their So so it's like equally just like embarrassing. Yeah, Yeah. and anything anything that where you just like have absolutely no control over your character. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess if you're, because we've done this before, right? Of like somebody gets charmed, so you make them roll the attacks on other people. And that's fun for a couple rounds. It's not as Boring is stun, right? But it's I not guess great doing for fifteen rounds, doing that like 15. just being a pawn of the enemy for like fifteen rounds is so Aww. yeah. There, there are ways as a DM to spice that up, where it's just like you see you you like have a flashback to this fight that you had, and you see all of the your your allies as your enemies in the past, or you know I don't know. There are fun storytelling. If I, sure, I were another player at the table, I would definitely be sacrificing some turns just to give them the help That's, action. Yeah, yeah. But also, it could have been so dire that. 
that yeah. that didn't actually make sense. So I'm not actually saying that about these. I don't know. I was going to bring that up and I don't want to like so too much drama, but it's kind of like, what were the other players <laughs> doing for, for drama today, rounds? Well, it sounds, sorry. I think it you're... sounds like they were getting their ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> ghost, right. There were, other, there were other statues that were trying yeah. to possess uh-huh. people yeah. too. So maybe they're dealing with that. I know the way ghost possession works is essentially you can't get rid of it until the person goes down to zero. But that's really? not how this works because they were constantly failing their saves. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is man, to st- statistically roll that low is is pretty is pretty Brutal. crazy. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think that fifteen rounds. That's yeah. so much. I don't even know who I would rule against though, because this person kind of wrote in saying, like, yeah, did I, I did I was I wrong to break kayfabe?" And I would no, say, no, no, definitely no. not. Yeah. Sometimes. I think if anything, you were wrong to not do it. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, you could have done it 11 rounds Yeah, I think maybe like 10 rounds or Yeah, I think, I mean, five rounds is long, is a long long. combat. Yeah. And I think that, I I mean, I I think we can take a lesson out of this, which is that you should, when you build combat, be like, if people are failing a bunch of rolls, is this going to be incredibly boring? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is everyone mm. just going to be stunned and restrained and not able to do anything? I have had, and I'm sure people will call me out, I have had encounters where people have been restrained or confused or whatever. Those those shits usually last a round or two. I've never like mm-hmm. sat there and had people for eight rounds or six rounds or whatever just not doing literally anything. Right. There's a lot of monsters right. that will be like, they're charmed until the next turn. You know, just yeah. for like a turn. Totally. Which I'm and sure that are, challenge that changes the challenge rating, but yeah. I always th- I'm always kind of drawn to those because I'm like, oh, that's kind of like yeah, and that's lower that's, stakes. That's fun because there are on the flip side, there are monsters that are like the creature is charmed until the next dawn. And you're like, what? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a ton Okay, of but actually, like I'm going to go back and say that would actually be kind of fun to role play. May, yeah, <laughs> it'd be fun to role play. I don't know that it'd be and fun it, to fight. Yeah, yeah. You truly. know, for, the, for that long. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. But so then you know, who do we even sentence here? I think that we. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we had to sentence somebody. Well, should we yeah. sentence Fat Bastard again? Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. That. I think that, like, Fat Bastard just come in and, like, eat uh, the, the DM here, right? <laughs> okay. Well, that's not. That's not. Uh, uh, punishing the the correct person. Oh right. yeah, right. That's actually that's rewarding true. fat bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think no one's allowed to. Why don't we just make a blanket rule? No one's allowed to reference Austin Powers two in D and D games. Yeah, you got to stick it Whoa. to one and three. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, that's only D and D games. We can talk about it as much as we want. On, <laughs> yeah, on court, right? of course, of course. <laughs> all right, tight. Yeah, so sorted. Um, all right, the next case comes from Jake, but it's not me. Uh, they write, right. dear incredible. <laughs> Okay, okay, James. Okay, James. Okay, Okay. it's not me. It's Jake. (laughs) I play a character named Hard One Shorefoot. (laughs) I've been stunned for one round. I fucking hate my DM, and I don't know how to tell him. (laughs) Dear Incredible Justices and Bailiff Hard One, that's me. Uh, I bring you the case of the potion soup. I was DMing for my group of friends when one of them had a great idea. Take all the potions, healing, poison, invisibility, and the like, and dump them all into the bag of holding and mix them around to make a horrid Frankenstein-esque drink. Okay. Sounds fun, right? Well, it was, until one of my players decided to drink from the bag by scooping some mystery liquid and chugging it. Fun. I decided to roll a d20 three times to pick randomly what effects they get. Okay. Turns out this player was furious when they got poison and demanded that the healing potion mixture in the slop should counteract the poison. Oh my God. Come on. What? 
Come on, friend. Uh, Get no. my belly. From a healing potion in general you just doesn't a mystery even... liquid out of a bag. A healing potion in general doesn't stop poison. Stop the yeah, poison condition. It doesn't. it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they came to their own resolution here, okay. which is uh, this devolved into a long argument that ended with him saying that I was targeting him since no one else had gotten bad effects. <laughs> the potion of poison was the only bad potion, and he got up and left my house, ending the session there. Lock the door. Lock the door. That yeah. is close psych- the blinds. <laughs> psychotic language to use socially. <laughs> You're targeting me. <laughs> I was wrong. Not letting the healing potion overtake the poison potion. <laughs> or did my player get truly lost in the sauce? I wait for your fair and sexy judgment. Dude, Ooh. you just hate me as a player. You hate my love guru character that You're I came up with. You're targeting me. Yeah. Imagine getting so mad storming out, then going into your Kia, turning the key, and your engine doesn't turn over. It's like, I need a fucking jump, asshole. I left my headlights on and my battery died. My AAA expired. <laughs> Call me an Uber because my phone's also dead. Dick. You live across the street. Shut up. These, these, Carry me. These cases Get always, in my belly. Tickle, always tickle me where when it's a player doing something very goofy and you can tell they're kind of like giggling and then they fucking flip they out flip when they, whenever there's any kind of consequences. How bad did you need yeah. this? We're just like, you see this cursed book. I go up and I lick it. Uh, you are possessed by a demon. What? Fuck you! How dare you! Fuck you, yeah. leaving! And then even like One extrapolated. D4 damage. Yeah. No, no! You can't poison me! I just wanted to lick <laughs> I'm not taking it off my character sheet. You, you can't make me. And also being poisoned, we've talked about this on the show that yeah. like, being poisoned is not that bad. It's, yeah. it's like there's poison in D&D is like kind of bad. Like I've several times tried to have bad guys poison you guys. And so it's just like, oh, sorry, uh, I'm this ancestry or, oh, I'm level five. Well, or, oh, I'm a monk or, but, oh, whatever. Yeah. That's, but you're talking about being poisoned and it not working. Yeah. If you're actually poisoned, it's like yeah, disadvantage advantage. on all checks, yeah, yeah. disadvantage on attack. Sure. Yeah. They drink also, a mystery liquid out of a fucking But it bag. sounds like you weren't even in combat and this person just flipped yeah, out. just drank stuff you out of a bag. Bag juice. You can't this, just. I mean, like, I hate to bring in like real life precedent, but like, if you did this in real life, if you just poured a bunch of drinks into a cooler and then you drank it, you might get poisoned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did that in college. Yeah, that, that little bit of poison would it, it would still be poison. Yeah, we've all yeah. slurped the basement juice. Sometimes you don't feel mm-hmm. so good afterwards. Do you guys think that if there was antidote, like an actual antidote mm-hmm. poured in there, that yeah. it would? counteract just the neutralize. poison. This is just It's in a huge bag. It would dilute so much yeah. that I don't, you would it, like, I don't even think you would bag. get invisible. I don't think you'd get the effect of anything because you would be drinking such a diluted version. Yeah. yeah. Let's also point out that three D twenties were rolled. It was random. There's no yeah. way this exactly. was targeted. Like the rolls didn't go their way. <laughs> and it's uh, it's just a consequence uh, of sticking your head in the bag being, and slurping, right? Just being so mischievous and silly and then being <laughs> Absolutely infuriated uh, in real life when something from, bad happens. Going from tee hee hee, yeah. I slurp it to I'm being targeted. Yeah. I'm Wiley e. Coyote. I'm going to walk out uh, on the invisible bridge over the chasm. Uh, you fall in. No! What the fuck? No! I demand to eat the Roadrunner. 
Okay, so I think we're ruling yeah. against this player. This player easily. They, they have to. We have to drain the batter if their car. So they yeah, have and they have to drink it. Yeah, they yeah. have to awkwardly come back in and ask for <laughs> you to call an Uber for them, <laughs> or a jump. You get to decide. You get to decide. Yeah. That would be a great power move. Honestly, is to get into an argument with somebody and be like, "Call an Uber for me. Call an Uber for <laughs> oh me." Oh my god! Oh, my you to call an Uber. For my me. rating sucks, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, dude. I'm calling I'm you a pool. Very combative. I'm calling you a pool. Don't call me a pool. Call me a, at least a regular one. <laughs> I need an That's XL. Be premiere. <laughs> I've got three swords with me. I need an XL. So sorted. So sorted. So sorted. Okay, and now shall we step into church? We've yes. got a confession. Yes, mm-hmm. we shall. Ben D writes. I cast myself humbly before the steps of Dice Christ in the casino he calls a church. I implore you as his servants to help me because I believe I am cursed or going through a Job or Jonah situation. Oh, I've never been a lucky roller. I accepted Mm. that. Mm. But on the last session of our Curse of Strahd game, something (gasps) incredible happened. I rolled eight nat 20s in a row. (gasps) Yes, you did! Before you cheer and toss out my confession, please understand Uh that these rolls were four. (laughs) (laughs) One initiative roll. Okay, hey, all right, all right. Yes. we already but, talked about this. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. Talk about this. Twenty is I good. For you. It's good. I feel God damn it. It's fine. No, yeah. no one feels. It's fine. Don't feel. It's absolutely fine. No, it's right. not. I just feel like it's you should good. Get, it should like the game should turn into basketball for one round if you get a nat twenty on initiative. That's all. You I'm just saying. if you get a nat twenty on initiative, you should be able this to start before other people. You should just be able to start before everyone else. Okay, everything aside, eight nat twenties in a row. One initiative roll. Awesome. And, awesome. And Congrats. seven and seven deck saves. Okay. Seven Whoa. deck saves. That's all. For the decks. DC Whoa. was 14. Okay. I was a level 14 monk. Okay. Eight nat 20s. Okay. Eight completely useless nat 20s, except for the one for initiative, we can argue. Which we can agree is great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could be better. I wasted yeah. all my luck that I'll ever have in my entire life <laughs> no! on eight rolls that meant nothing. Do you know how many times I hit Strahd? Zero. Do you know <laughs> oh, how many times? I hit the man that killed my mentor, zero. I don't think I rolled above a 10 against Strahd. Can you imagine having it all? Can you imagine feeling blessed by the hand of Dice Christ? Only for him to backhand you an hour later. What can I even do? Uh, What's the point? My Thank you for hearing my plight. XOX. Okay. okay. Wow. Well, your bad rolls, that sucks. That sucks to never, mm-hmm. especially, yeah, you're doing flurry of blows. That's crazy. They certainly weren't having a 16 round fight in this one, I hope, because that sounds <laughs> I guess miserable. Not. Yeah. I think that I'm just going to give you advice that I've done for my friends. It always helps. Just put your dice out in a full moon. I know that you sounds gotta insane. I know yeah. that sounds insane, but I feel like I do this for friends all the time, and then those dice roll really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will also say you can look on the bright side. Those nat twenties for deck saves, like that's not a bad thing. You passed them. That's good. And also, as a monk, arguably that's the worst class to crit in. You don't. Each yeah. individual roll is not a lot of damage. It is true. You like, know, uh, depending on your level, I guess. Like you know, yeah, you're when you only rolling it's gonna D6s, be like two yeah. D8s mm-hmm. or two D6s. I think this person is so. You know what? Fair I'll take. I'll take your curse devastated. on, or maybe you'll take my curse on. So I'm gonna roll, and if mm-hmm. I roll bad, I've taken your curse on. If I roll good, unfortunately, I've uh, given you some of my curse. Oh, let's see if I can do it. I'll try to take on. How's I'll try to take do? on your curse. 
That's a two. Shout out to the two crew. No oh my God. God. Yeah. So poetic. Yeah. I will take on your cursed die. Wow. I'm mostly a DM, so that's fine. But if you liked <laughs> Frankie Phantasmo or Max <laughs> out of Mumford, RIP. They're not going to make it with those roles. If I'm missing, Mac if I'm missing all, on every Mac attack. was already yeah, cursed. Yeah, Mac was cursed already. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm more cursed. Thank you. Perfect. I am legit scared now that I got a two. That's, that's bad stuff. But Making hopefully you roll better. Making me think that we need some more Hot Boy Summer. Huh? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, uh, so, uh, so so sorted. so sorted. So sorted. So sorted. So forgiven. So sorted. Given. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can hear us. Uh, we're gonna have some bonus cases over on our Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Don't do it. Oh, 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 uh, oh. We got uh, those live shows that we brought up at the beginning of the episode. We're gonna be in D.C. and Boston uh, in Boston January. Boston Powers. No, Boston Powers. No. Shit, that's, awesome. that's interesting. No. There's something it's there. Actually, it's, yeah. it's, there's it's not. It's the thing there. is, is there's nothing. It's there. kind of maybe the theme of the show. There's nothing no. there. I will not be on the bonus episode. Wow. Unfortunately, I'll be playing Gold Member. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be playing Penis a Mini. Great. And I'll be playing. Austin Powers, because that's the character that I've heard of the most. That's awesome. Uh, I can assure you we'll be funnier than this when you see us live. Nadpod.com slash live. Uh, anybody else have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Austin Powers, one through three. Pretty solid. Uh, yeah. I might. I'm going to plug the fact that I'm thinking about watching Austin Powers now. <laughs> Great. You can tweet about the show. Uh, follow us on social media there. May or may not use. Ask CH Merce Me, at Caldy Scaldo, at AX Emily. At Which Jay one Gold should I Shake. start with? Do you have and to you can start tweet with about people actually show. You don't have to do it order. Hashtag NADPOD. That's it's actually better. It's chronologically. Kind of like start, yeah, start with number three. And then you're going to do one. That gives you crucial information about Dr. Evil and Austin Powers' relationship. And it's going to like feel a little out of order and asynchronous. But like by starting there, you're going to have more of an understanding of where are you going? Okay. Murph. Murph's uh, leaving. Murph, come back. Where why, are you going, why are you leaving, dude? Murph, get in my belly. I think I'm going to start with three. Yeah, you should definitely start with three. Dungeon, 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 It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means? It's time to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Hugh C., Later McSkater, Matt M., Cutter W., Feared Al., Jeff C., Daniel G., Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P., Vincent W., Victor T., T. Balnor's boy, Hoyd's friend, Justin I, Danny Danster, TJM, Trele the Crayfay, Christopher B, Daniel R, Jordan L, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Stevie Wags, the guy who gave Caldwell a Flintstones graphic novel in Milwaukee, wishing you all a happy Benanksgiving and a Merry Crittermas. Happy Hogladays. 
belated, but still happy. Princess Yar, Jory S, Jack L, Nicholas C, star of every film ever made in Bohemia, now back in action after Union Victory. Samuel B, Mike H, Elka Schmelzer Plus, Great Value Gemma, Adam G, Tyler F, the Badger, Panama James, Haradrian, Rex Thaniel the White, Diana De Los Lopez, CC Lulu, Hercule Poros, a rapid folk detective, Reiko, Calder, Comes cold. Hashtag CCC forever. Stay frosty, fairy followers. Taylor B, the vengeful one-winged angel. Cass, skateboard. Cass, Stephen. Seas, Stevens on the seas. See. <laughs> Mike K, Lady Taco, and Team Incredulity. Joy T, Nick W, William W, Big Bad Bird of the Mad, Ananorama. Percival Frederick Stein von Musel Klausowski de Rollo III, Item, The Simple Dimples, Vincent, Incorrigible Daniels, The Sandrian, Ben A, Dave H, Catherine S, Christian S, A Cell, From the Prison of Elders, Dustin S, Danny F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, Sean, The Shade Tree Mechanic of Zelbaldar, Summer Rose Grantair, Cat C, Misa of Housen Zunza, Ariel the Occasional Mermaid, Selena and Velociraptor, B, Perky Always, Pat L, Maxwell J, Lauren H, Nolani the Coffee Barista Brewing Fighter, Ryan S, the Bone Duster, Annie the Feywild Therapist, Skillful Ferret, a uh, fan art request. I am going to ask to see the great battle under sea where whales are wielding swords of old. Connor Savage, Salil, Weed Goku 69, aka Trevor G, Leviathan, Biocourt 7, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trub, Hapdrapper, Jack H, King of the Mole People Under Iron Deep, Wearing Murphs, Jack Skellington Hoodie, Lindsay W, Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Noah the Bullywug Boy, Hashtag Release the Filthy Guppy Cut, James G, Everything Bago the Aladdin Who Just Wants to Hang Out with His Pet Badger Stripey, Daddy Master Dandy, Han the Green Teen, Eric B, Marcos, Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, the Self-Proclaimed Fay King, Back on their regularly programmed face shenanigans. Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Maggie S, Holly H, Leah Hunter H, Pixel Stars, Akash the Car, Andrew, Crick Planeswalker Stuck in Crick's New World, Doofinus, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, yes, the whole thing, yes, every time, Cody C, Keychain, Pentium 2 processor, Lorelei the succubus, and Kyra her bestie queen. There was maybe something about we're not saying pronouncing Kyra correctly. So please, in the comments, let me know. Kira her bestie queen, Kyra her bestie queen. I love 
both. Matt M, your friendly neighborhood Yontan Yonkel Andrew and Sid. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier of Bahumia. James F, Jimmy A, M4L, Austin S, Wayfarer. Upon returning to their fey flower shop, found it completely overrun with trolls. What will they do now? Shane C, Barpo, Good Barrel, Bardbarian, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Mr. D, Dana the Daisy, Ethan B, Havy the Half Orc, Renee the Monster Captain, Box Clifton, Olivia the Enchanting Bard who is working hard on her audition to be the lead singer of Mountain Crows, Winter Slade, Riley S, Fico, Angry Wheat. Garrett the Artificer, Anthony the Raddest of Dudes, Josh H, Caleb L, Fairy Followers are celebrating hashtag CCC I Love Sunny, hashtag Get the Fish, hashtag PTFC, Cantrip Dumbledore the Bear Onesie Wearing Barbarian, Lexi H, MJ the BFG Drinking Tea by the Sea, The Whale Guy from Court Lawyerdale, Artavius Crass, Gino T, Mama Bell, the Silver Serpent herself, Knet Spell the Wizard, Derek D, Tristan the Talentless Hunk, Leon K, the legendary hero of Bohemia from a future campaign, BTA Workshop, Shenanigans O'Connor, Mios the Great, Alex K, Joshua S, Alexander, Linz W, Angel La Pamela, the Forever Vindicated, yes we did vindicate you, Emma S, Red, the Reforged Warforged, Executive Producer Dick Wolf, creator of the upcoming series Law & Order Bohemia starring the lead Bullywug actor David Hassel Hop. <laughs> A cat napping in a sunbeam listening to a podcast. Ah, oh, Hunter W. Hard ones. Hot. Hump gunk. The whiplash of going from that sweet cat to hump gunk. Shelby, Kenna's second favorite sprite girl. She's exiting 2023. Finally cancer free. Congratulations. Congratulations. That is fucking amazing. Jackson R, T3RHX, Official Ned Flanders, Troy D. Blaze, Future King of the Pirates, Blake H, Searching for a Sweet Blue Hole with his bestie Big Bev, Papa Sky Days, Meemaw Sky Days, oh, it's V, Tommy W, Mike and Lisa sending love to all y'all, Haley the Human, Megan N, the Big M, Balnor's best friend, Steve. I believe it. I do believe it. Stephanie of House in Zunza. Jake's Ramen Shop, R.I.P. Melchior, the brave Leonin warrior who even cares about the rest of the party. Karjish, Benjamin A., sacrificial otaku pen name for Callie's cousin who discovered anime and is trying to spread it all over Bohemia. Jiggy M., Mikkel A., Angie A., Josh H. Five yak zords that combine into one much larger yak zord. <laughs> Floki, the two crew blew through. Maple, the shy bookworm. So cute. Ashley, Seth E., Billy Bastin, Tori the blind bisexual dragoose. Sock, monkey, Bob. 
Edelweiss, the charismatic arcane trickster jackal fucking watch, has been hotel on the 19th. Okay. Michael Lyle S. the second. Cobbers Bobbers, the Coblin Bobbin Goblin. Oh, I love this one now. Nova Cry, Hilda Thunderheart, the human barbarian. Parcel, Dex R, and finally, Hannah A. Thank you. We love you all so much. We couldn't do this without you. And here's to a sexy 2024. Goodbye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>